Hey, what's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of the Fantasy Fellow Show. I'm your host, the fellow KGB, and uh, thank you for following along today. If you're on Apple, Google, Spotify podcast, I'd recommend checking us out on YouTube. Uh, the fellow KGB is the channel name. And if you're on YouTube, please don't forget to like, comment, and subscribe to the channel. We're trying to grow this new channel. Um, and the best way to, to do this is to see the screen shares that I do when I'm, when I'm talking about this stuff. So um, we're looking right now at the fantasyfellowship.com, the team pages. We're going to continue with our AFC North previews. If you haven't checked out the Ravens yet, or I do have the AFC East and the NFC East done, go ahead and check out those videos, podcasts. Um, but we're going to hop into the uh, Cincinnati Bengals here. And uh, exciting team here. Exciting time to be a Bengal fan in general. Um, we got the head coach back, Zach Taylor, year two, Brian Callahan here. Uh, and I don't think he was with the team. Yep, he was with the team last year. So we got the word that we like in continuity in the offense. We got uh, a new franchise quarterback, Joe Burrow, baby. So super excited for what the Bengals can do with him. Uh, Zach Taylor is kind of like a quarterback guru. So I think this offense is going to be fun to watch. And it's going to be uh, a lot of attempts in the passing game. And hopefully it's going to open up everything else. So Joe Burrow, like we don't even need to really talk about Ryan Finley or Jacob Doligala. Uh, it's all about Joe Burrow here. He's going to get as much work as he can this rookie year. And uh, he's going to be maybe a quarterback two for us this year. You could maybe even flirt with quarterback one numbers if he's throwing a lot of touchdowns. So, um, I mean, Heisman Trophy winner, highly efficient in college and with a pro level offense. He did play with a lot of ballers on this team, though. You got Clyde Edwards and and uh, what's the other guy? Justin Jefferson. Jamar Chase, Thaddeus Moss, a lot of talent on that team. So we'll see if Joe Burrow can can quickly transfer to the NFL after playing in that LSU uh, NFL-style offense. Um, so it's really hard to talk about Joe Burrow's possible projections because um, it's, it's an unknown. But if we look at what the team did last year uh, as far as quarterback play, you know, we see them attempted 615 total pass attempts in this offense. That's a lot of pass attempts for a rookie quarterback to make some, you know, make a lot of learning moves, but he's going to get a lot of volume. Uh, I mean, this team threw for almost 4,000 yards last year. So immediately off my head, I'm almost giving Joe Burrow, you know, 600 plus pass attempts and about 4,000 yards right off the bat. Uh, the, where they did struggle last year as a quarterback unit was the passing touchdowns. We see only 18 passing touchdowns and then a lot of picks. So maybe Joe Burrow, he's, he was, pretty low on interceptions in college so he seems to be able to keep that number low maybe keep it under 10 would be my my, my best guess um, I mean the quarterbacks didn't really, like really rush a lot here so I'm thinking Joe Burrow might scramble a little bit more than regular so I could see him boosting some some of his fantasy floor with rushing attempts and maybe a touchdown or two um, so I mean sky's the limit for Joe Burrow he, he gets AJ Green uh, we'll get to the receivers in a second, but he gets A.J. Green back, so he's going to rely heavily on him, and they got some really good uh, second, third, and fourth options on the team as well. Um, but it's really all about uh, Joe Burrow. I think in a two-quarterback league, I'm super excited to grab him as my number two or number three. The guy's really cheap in drafts, so he's he's one of the guys that's on my target list. Um, I mean, you're probably going to maybe stream him in a one-quarterback league at some point if, if you think he's got a good matchup. But, uh, I mean, if you're not playing super flex, you got to try a league. I think that's the future of fantasy football is super flex leagues where you start the second quarterback. Um, it really balances out and makes things a little bit more um, 
competitive, you know, based on matchups. Usually you want three quarterbacks. So if I'm drafting three quarterbacks in a super flex league, I'm definitely looking at Joe Burrow as my second or third guy. So uh, I love Joe Burrow. I love the team around him. <clears throat> we'll go on here to the running backs on the depth chart. We got Joe Mixon. Uh, behind him is Giovanni Bernard back again, rookie, uh, second year uh, running backs, Travion Williams and Rodney Anderson. And then we'll see if these guys can make the team. It's Samaje Piran, Jox Patrick, and Devwa Whaley. Wally. Um, but really, it's all about Joe Mixon here. I mean, this offensive line was bad last year, and we see Joe Mixon ball out. <clears throat> Let me highlight his stats. 278 rushing attempts, uh, 1,137 rushing yards, five touchdowns. That was for 4.1 yards per carry on a, on a terrible offensive line. Um, and they're only going to get better this year. We'll see that when we get to it at the end of the uh, the additions in the draft. But uh, Mixon also added 35 catches for 45 targets, almost 300 receiving yards and three touchdowns. So eight touchdowns for Joe Mixon. I think that's his floor. We'll probably see him rush for eight or nine this year, I think. And then uh, the ability to catch one or two. So um, he's not going to be heavily targeted in the passing game. Maybe, you know, two, three times a game makes sense to me. But he should get more. I mean, I, Giovanni Bernard's a good player, but I think Mixon's, Mixon deserves the ball in his hand a little bit more. So maybe we see uh, Mixon come up to the 50s, maybe 60 uh, targets this year. Uh, you see the target share was low. But the man's opportunity share is very high. He touches the ball maybe almost 33% of the time, 32, 33. And then the yard share, he's going to account for. I mean, this is last year, but he accounted for Basically, uh, one out of every four yards was Joe Mixon yards last year with this team. So um, if I look here at my projections, I'm kind of projecting him for about the same. I kind of want to do more, though. Um, but, yeah, Joe Mixon, he's a, he's a potential first-round uh, running back play. That could be a top-five running back this year. The team got better as a whole, so I don't see why not. We can't view uh, Joe Mixon's uh, 2019 as his floor. Uh, I believe he's in a contract year as well, so that's a lot of uh, you know back and forth that we'll have to watch. But he did finish as the RB13 last year. Again, this is his floor. Um, it wouldn't surprise me. If, I mean, only five rushing touchdowns last year. Um, we can maybe bounce a couple of these over, but he's probably going to be a double-digit touchdown candidate this year, and he can improve on all of his stats. So everything's pointing up for Joe Mixon. Uh, I mean, Giovanni Bernard's a third-down guy. He's not going to wrestle a lot of carries here. Uh, I mean, his the amount of uh, rushing attempts that he had, 278 out of 385, is a very high rate. So they're going to give him the ball a ton. Um, so Joe Mixon's a potential first-round pick for me. Uh, if you get him in the second, that's fantastic. You're, you're going to love that pick. So uh, And then, yeah, just keep an eye on this Travion Williams and Rodney Anderson battle in preseason. If anything happens to Mixon, these guys would step ahead of Gio and be the primary running back, and then Gio would get more work as a receiver. So. Um, but again, yeah, Joe Mixon and Bernard are going to be the guys that, you know, the offense flows through, but it's all about Mixon. Um, and I guess the most exciting part about this team is the receiver group. They have five pretty awesome receivers with A.J. Green, Tyler Boyd, rookie T. Higgins, Auden Tate, and John Ross. Like this might be top to bottom, one of the best starting, you know, group of receivers, you know, one through five. Wow, they can. What's cool is they got a little bit of everybody, you know, body styles and, and things that they do well. But AJ Green, hopefully he can stay healthy this year. He's going to be, you know, a wide receiver three floor with upside as a wide receiver two, I believe. Uh, Tyler Boyd, he's going to be a lot of uh, targets and receptions as well. He's got wide receiver three upside plus. But the, I guess the fun parts are T. Higgins, Auden Tate, and John Ross. 
these are these are complimentary guys. Higgins is a rookie. We'll see if he can and mesh well with with Joe Burrow and get the offense down right away. Uh, but Auden Tate, we saw Auden Tate ball out last year with some deep ball stuff, and then John Ross, of course, with the deep ball and the speed. Um, last year, we see Tyler. I mean, AJ Green was down, so Tyler Boyd got a ton of targets. But Auden Tate last year, you know, he only caught one touchdown, but he was you know catching some deep plays for almost 600 yards, 40 catches. Uh, we do have a slot receiver, Alex Erickson. I would imagine his numbers get pushed down a little bit. And if John Ross can stay healthy, I mean. 18 yards of catch. Joe Burrow's got a good deep ball. The, the things could be really good for, for John Ross. But I guess from a fantasy perspective, we're going to want to target AJ Green and Tyler Boyd. Uh, from a dynasty perspective, you still love Higgins, you still love Tate, and you still like Ross at least because who knows what AJ Green's going to do in a year or two. So potentially T Higgins has the ability to become the wide receiver one for this team. So I don't think we're going to really want to use him for redraft leagues this year, but he's definitely an eye to keep an eye on in the preseason and see how much noise he's making. Uh, but yeah, what a, what a starting unit here for the Bengals. Really, really nice group to help a rookie quarterback uh, in a pass friendly offense. So uh, guys trying to make the team, Alex Erickson, Stanley Morgan Jr., Mike Thomas, Demarcus Lodge, Trenton Irwin, Damian Willis, and Scotty Washington. Uh, no one really sticks out more than the other to me. Alex Erickson will probably make the team because he's been there for a while and that he knows the offense now. Uh, and Stanley Morgan's a year two receiver. Uh, those would be the two guys that I would say would finish the depth chart for receivers. Uh, moving on to tight ends, there's not a lot of meat on the bone here. They they drafted Drew Sample in the second round. He's a blocking tight end. Um, and then CJ Uzama is still around as the main receiving weapon. Uh, they got some guys here that'll make the team with Sathan Carter, Mason Shrek, maybe more it's Bowringer makes the team, uh, Mitchell Wilcox and Jordan Franks. But uh, Tyler Eifert's gone, man. So we see Eifert last year had 63 targets, uh, 43 catches, and a little over 400 yards and three touchdowns. Um, CJ Uzama was behind him with 40, 40 targets and 27 catches. So Uzama is going to get more put on his plate. And then I think, uh, I mean, just by, you know, law of subtraction, uh, Drew Sample is going to get a boost in targets here. But I mean, as a whole, the tight end groups had 113 targets and 77 receptions. So that's going to get divided up between Uzama and Sample. I don't really know. I mean, the one thing about Drew Sample is he reminds me of Will Disley a little bit. Will Disley in Seattle. Will Disley was primarily thought of as a, a really good uh, blocking tight end. And then all of a sudden, the dude just, he just blossomed and became this really good receiving option. He just can't stay healthy. But um, yeah, the thing with, with Uzama and Sample, it's, they're going to be on the field a lot together, I think. Uh, and we'll see how it gets divided up, but there's a lot of targets to go around. I just don't know if we're going to be interested for fantasy. Uh, it's all about the receivers. It's all about Joe Mixon and Joe Burrow, maybe being a, a, he's got, it wouldn't surprise me if he's a top 15 quarterback, you know, fringe top 12. Um, so super exciting. And I think the thing that I like the most is this team, they, they're going to have the volume. They ran 1000 plays last year. I'm expecting them to run a little bit more because they're going to be better all around on both sides of the ball. Um, and then here, let's just take a look here. We're back on the team pages. Um, again, Joe Burrow, first overall pick. T. Higgins, first pick of the second round. Uh, so you love that. They're going to, you know, T. Higgins in a dynasty league is exciting, you know, if A.J. Green decides to move on soon. But 
I guess the rest of the draft was heavily defense. You know, they, they drafted three linebackers, an edge rusher, and an offensive guard. So uh, this, this defense is going to get some help. And they also did some good stuff here in the offseason, adding Trey Waynes, cornerback. Uh, defensive tackle DJ Reader was the big spend. They did add safety Von Bell. And then they added another corner, Mackenzie Alexander. So, um, I mean, not too much help here with the offensive line, which is a bit concerning. But I do believe that their first round pick last year got hurt and now he's going to be back. So that's going to help them, them quite a bit. Uh, can't see offensive line here. Uh, let's quick here go to our lads. This is one of my favorite uh, depth chart websites here. They do a pretty good job of keeping it updated. Um, so yeah, their starting left tackle last year, first round pick Jonah Williams missed missed the season. So, um, so that's going to make them better uh, just right away with the left tackle being there. Uh, Bobby Hart's decent. You know, they got a couple of interior guys that they can uh, have compete here for starting spots. So the offensive line doesn't concern me as much as it did last year. It should be a little bit better. I mean, enough for Joe Mixon to be maybe a top ten, top five pick or top five running back. Um, so a lot to like with Cincinnati. Super exciting time to be a Cincinnati Bengal fan. I know the division's tough as hell, but um, everything's pointed up here. I like Zach Taylor. I like pairing him with Joe Burrow, T. Higgins, Joe Mixon. I mean, the big one is if Mixon resigns with the bank, with the Cincinnati Bengals. If he doesn't, I'm looking at Travion Williams or Rodney Anderson maybe, maybe being a hold in Dynasty. But, yeah, a lot of questions there behind Mixon if he leaves. Um, so, I don't know. That's going to do it today for the Cincinnati Bengals. If you're watching on YouTube, please don't forget to like, uh, leave me a comment, just say hello. Uh, let me know if you like anything uh, that I'm doing here. And uh, yeah, don't forget to subscribe. Uh, if you're watching or listening on Apple and uh, Spotify, Google, uh, please leave us a review, a comment, a, a, a rating, anything that helps grow the channel, uh, grow the fantasy fellowship. So yeah. Uh, check out the I'm working on the Cleveland Browns and the Pittsburgh Steelers next but go ahead and check out the AFC East NFC East and the, the Ravens video that I got up already so uh, thanks again and we'll see you in the next one peace